I stuck my head in it last night and went. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 103, entitled, wait for it, Amy Hammond. She's Eric's wife and knows emotional needs as well as any. She's a great wife and a superstar mom, yet humble enough to politely argue against both of those statements. (laughs) First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can, give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? No matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are good, but you feel alone, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you're alone, well, things just got so much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, which states, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is exactly what this podcast is all about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with some food talk, to model rejoicing and mourning. We then hit the main topic. Not that we're going to be hitting Amy this evening. That would be awkward. (laughs) And finish with some do-betters and can't-do-betters as well. So while it may not be 12, 15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime in Rome. 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 Hey, everybody. It's Eric. I'm back from uh, being the tech guy. Chris is running tech tonight. Hi, Chris. Welcome back, Eric. Thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, um, I fought for this. I wanted you to be on the podcast again. <laughs> um, Not that I didn't want Chris to be on the podcast, but I fought for this, man. Right? Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so it's been a it's been a good week. Um, I got a new car. Yeah, you did. Yeah, right. I got the uh, the bougie, sporty, <laughs> luxurious Kia K five. Dude, <laughs> I stuck my head in it last night and went. <laughs> I know. There it is. You love the new car smell. I'm not a huge fan of the the new car smell. Um, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I really understand it, but kudos to everybody that does. But I love my new car. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, we lease our cars. I hate car problems and leasing provides talk to car problems. They hate you. That's fine. Feelings mutual. That's why we lease. Um, and shout out to Mike and John at Jim Shorky Kia and Irwin. Um, great people. Um, so if you're looking for a new car, tell uh, them Jay Mitlow sent you. There you go. Because Jay, you got a car from them. Yeah, and you get a referral. There you go, Michael. Oh, right. Yeah, no. Tell Eric. That's right. Tell tell <laughs> tell him Eric sent you. Um, yeah, Michael, and you played hockey with him back in the day. Um, and uh, yeah, great people. I love my car. It's got all these. Uh, Kia just packs so much into their car, and it's just, the value is great. Um, what can I say something yeah. about your high beams? Be, on the way over here, I almost did a um, yeah a little story on my Instagram of people that don't turn their high beams off. Yeah. All you got to do is look on your dashboard and see the blue light yeah. that's showing that the high beam is on. Well, Kia which, solved that problem for everybody. Yes, they did. Please <laughs> tell them why. So the, one of the things I found out is there's an auto high beam feature mm. where, where whenever you go to turn your high beams on, the first click turns on auto high beams. So your headlights will go to auto high beam 
whenever it feels like you need it, which is works well. Like it, it does, in fact, turn on when it's like, I didn't need it. Now I needed it. It went on. And then when a, a person's, you know, coming towards you with their headlights coming towards you, they turn off automatically. And it works every time. Like, well, and I will it tell has you, been great. I checked on my Kia. Uh, sorry to whoever it was. It does not do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it must be a, a, a new feature for them, um, which is which is cool. And it's awesome. I had a great father-daughter moment with Maggie. We were killing time on Saturday when Amy went to go uh, have Zumba time. And um, we went. I got Chick-fil-A. And I just sat in the back seat. And, like, we just had this, like... She looked at me and her eyes were like just twinkling and like we were smiling at each other and we were joking around and we were like, it was just like a magical moment. We were just hanging out in the back of the new car. It was just a great moment. Um, and bad, I took a little stumble, stumble down our steps to the basement and I kind of hyperextended my foot forward and uh, sprained my ankle. So got a little limpy. Yeah, and, and I didn't get to play drums um, for practice this week, which is something I, I always look forward to. So You weren't um, there? I didn't notice. Oh, oh No, I'm <laughs> kidding. It was extremely noticeable, and it's like, oh. It, it is, like, especially on some of the songs, like The Blessing that we're doing, mm-hmm. like, The Blessing Without Drums, mm-hmm. not, not a fave. Um, and then um, Food This Week, I don't want to steal your Thunder Hunt, because we went. Don't be a thunder stealer. Yeah, I don't want to be a thunder stealer. Um, friends. Well, I will say this: I, I it won't be a food thing. It'll be food. It'll be food, we'll call it food adjacent. Um, <laughs> food adjacent. Yeah, I'm down like almost twenty pounds. Yeah, you are. Yay. Congratulations. So, I, yeah, Amy and I have been really being uh, due diligent about eating better and healthier, and uh, we're both down and feeling good. And uh, goal is to lose about fifty before we go to the beach. So here Sheesh. we are. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're on your way. I don't, I, well, you say 50 and you go, wow. Then you go 20 already. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's doable. That's huge. Yeah, but then when you look at like the trend line, it plateaus. Because like I have it in the app that I use. Like, like the trend line goes and it's like, am I going to make it? I'm not, I'm not going to care. Like if, yeah. I'm, if I'm like within. If you're down 45, I mean, yeah, who cares? It's, it's, what a like, failure. Yeah, I'm, I'm going all out for vacation. But well, yeah, but it's been. Then you got to buy a new bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great because I know that it is, it is your you know one of your it's, biggest struggles it's my, it's my struggle it's my battle my lifelong so, battle yeah so yeah congratulations it's been it's been good so mm-hmm. yeah okay hi wow right to amy yeah hi, babe. right to me hi so i guess life's been great good glad to be back on the podcast great thank you guys you. um Dude, she just i mean she's got the best voice she does although they all did they, they oh, all did well thanks um, so what's good let's go it's a double how about it's good and food um, we Twofer. had a date night um, Eric and I on Saturday for the first time and it's been quite a while so uh, we went to a really great restaurant Heartwood Heartwood right mm-hmm. Heartwood Whistler's Pub it's really great food we had um, not to be I have? that guy but is it like by Heartwood Acres uh, yes is I believe the, so have we, did yeah. we go there before it's, yeah. yes we did yeah, okay. it's called Heartwood Restaurant and Whispers Pub it's yeah. a long name doesn't really roll right. off the tongue we went there twice right once we ate like upstairs and once we ate outside I think so Maybe. yes anyways yeah. that's the same it's yes. not the place yeah. that used to be called the Cross Keys it's like an old house I feel like you're the yes. second people that have it's said like that a, it's like a big old house so yeah. there must I be some truth so. to that oh. yeah. like kind of right on a corner of somewhere on the bend yes Bendish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I went there back in the days when it was cross keys and you could actually have your own private dining room. 
Oh yeah, well they do have a they like do a have like fireplace, yeah. like a library oh, almost. Yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. Um, so no, it was excellent food. Anybody that knows me, I'm Irish. I it's what? Irish time of the year is coming up, and they have Irish soda bread <laughs> that they make fresh there. It's Ooh, delicious. Man. Um, so I had this um shepherd's pie, like braised beef, and it was just delicious. It was really good. So yeah. that was fun. Um, what's bad is Maggie's been kind of a stinker butt lately <laughs> with the sleeping. And as I'm looking at her right now, she is sleeping uh, oh, yeah. vertically right now. So we've had this thing where <laughs> no, she's horizontal. Well, right no, now, she, no, she is back up. She's right. actually she's, levitating. She's, standing, right she's now. literally standing say. up right now. Um, so she's been so funny lately. She's been hilarious, just sleeping in a weird positions, mm-hmm. and t- she's decided to sleep. So it's kind of made me a little crazy, but. She's yeah. fine. And the thing She's fine. And we've talked about this, but like, it's not, there's this big, nasty rash. She's throwing up. It's right. She's standing up sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not in many books. <laughs> you know, like, right. Just to keep you just right. a little bit off kilter. And yes. you can not only fear for your child, but doubt yourself. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the backside. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, did we explain that she so. was like she was literally sleeping standing up? We yeah. both tried to put her down twice. Right. Oh, she's and, back down. And she stood back up. Did mm. she really? She just No, went... she's down. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh. I don't, I don't... Maybe it's because you moved the monitor to yeah. turn it over. <laughs> 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 so it's, you know, just added Why to the list it, I mean, of obviously random it's bad. things. Why is it bad? I think it's just because I don't have the control. I don't have the control, or, and I can't soothe her, or I don't, I I can't figure out this puzzle. So, mm. uh, you know, especially when you go in and mommy holds you, mommy holds you, and I know that uh, that's not going to help her. It, it, it's it. I can't. You know, I have to just know that it's for her own good, and it's teaching her, and it's it's tough. It's just a weird stage run. You know, every stage has something, I guess, and this is part. This is where we are. Right. Still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at this point in the podcast, we always we do this. If anybody ever wonders, like, why do they talk about themselves so much? Well, we actually mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. But the point is to really model what does it look like for us to sit here and say, oh, my gosh, that's so and, and to join you in that. But right now, I want to take a quick second and point out what people would say that's terrible. Oh, yeah. In that mm-hmm. moment. Yes. Because, oh, you think this is bad. Well, you don't think this is control. I got to watch Joe drive in his car and leave there and I can't control that. Right. And those kids, when they go to school, wait till you see that you can't control that. Mm-hmm. And that's what the p- stuff people say to us. Right. Mm-hmm. right. That's so true. Terrible. Right. That is terrible. And shout out Thank to you. my my girlfriends, Lauren, Lex, you know, Amy and Rachel. They were great for this. I've just just text them what's going on and they just join me and they they know what it's like. So just isn't that a testimony? Best. So a very <laughs> underrated thing is having you listed very quickly four friends uh-huh. who you can go to and be secure in the comfort that you're going to receive. Yes. But you don't mm-hmm. worry like, uh, I want to send a three. Never to hesitate them. ever. Right. And also the authenticity yeah. of it. Right. You know, you, sure. you have people that are going to tell you what you, what they think you want to hear or, you know, what they think is going to comfort you. But, you know, like, you know, that you could go and they could give you tough love. They could give you good advice. Yeah. They can, they're going to join you, whatever is appropriate. You know, that that collection of people is going to give you that right companionship, um, and that outlet. Right. So, um, I'll go and then you can segue into, sure. so my good, uh, I played a ton of hockey this weekend. Yeah, you did. Uh, and it was great. It was, it, it made me feel like I was both 20 and 87. Um, I, I played Friday night. I played Saturday. I played Sunday uh, morning at eight at eight fifty in the morning. 
um, after playing until like 1030 at night on Saturday night. Uh, we had a, we had a tournament and it was a lot of fun. It was just a, a ton of fun. I abused my body. Um, I didn't get hurt um, and it all felt good. And it was it's it was fun camaraderie. Uh, tons of people um, at this event. Um, everybody's just enjoying themselves and, you know, just seeing everybody out and about with smiles on their faces, talking like a normal society should be doing. Mm. Um, that would be nice. Filled my joy, filled my heart with joy. Uh, as well as getting further, much deeper into the uh, into the tournament than we ever thought we were going to get. Mm. Um, last time we did it, we only played on Saturday. We didn't qualify for Sunday, and we we qualified for Sunday this time. And on Sunday morning, our first game, we moved on because there the game went to a shootout, and I shut everybody down. Wow, nice. that's awesome! I'm nice. a goalie, so uh, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm then I would also say today with the weather, it was like you know you, you we we've had. Um, it's February. What? What is it today? February twenty. It's uh, February twenty something, twenty fourth, right? And it's it's been cold and snowy and icy. Like we haven't had a thaw for probably three weeks now. Mm. Um, I mean, and we haven't like gotten bitter, bitter cold. Like it's no, been, it hasn't cold, been that cold, but it's been consistently below freezing cold. and 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 just lots of snow heaped up and ice and all that. Today was over 60 i opened a window in my oh, house wow. and i walked outside and felt too. the sun on my face yeah. and you know you're you you, you well, just talking yesterday to lex and and the family about we're all kind of getting a little bit of cabin fever. ethan and abby are like at each other's throats oh. and chalupa's you know she, like every chance she gets she's at the door trying to go out and she doesn't want to run through the snow so you know you you just all <laughs> you everybody like you just reach this point in the at this time of year where it's like all right i've had enough and mm-hmm. Uh, and then the sun c- came out and it melts a little bit and you get that hope that uh, I'm going to be swimming in two months. So um, pushing a pack this year. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Well, I got to get it. I'm going to I'm going to get it redone. And I yeah. think your brother might actually do Dog it. Girl painting. Yeah. Um, bad would be. Um, I'm not going to get too far into it, but just the cancel culture. Sure. You know, uh, I don't want to get into specifics, but just watching this um, canceling of voices uh, and it's both sides you know, or, you know, I don't even want to say both sides. It's just it's a lot of valid points that are being canceled and shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I there's just, no discussion. Mm-hmm. Big tech is is a very dangerous thing. And it's really, really scary to watch how they have more control over than most of the governments of the world right now um in a lot of ways or influence or influence mm-hmm. and so that's that's really you know without getting too far down that rabbit hole that's that's what is i mean honestly that's concerning to me um but i think that's important for you to bring up in that you know the, in the new year we committed to being as you know uh, as focused on god and each other as we right. are burdened by mm-hmm. well, it's not like the burden goes away right <laughs> you know and it's just that reminder that you can go six hours without looking at any news mm-hmm. and then you bring it and it's like that six hours gets all dumped on you all at once mm-hmm. and it's like nope still there still there yeah. well and i didn't post anything that got taken down today you know right. of course i don't post anything anyways but <laughs> <laughs> but um you know but so for me it's like yeah you know like like on the personal level it's, it's not like you know oh this is you know I've been demonetized and now I lose half my wages. Like, you know, that a lot of these worse. people are, you know? Yeah. Um, but overall the trend is moving in a direction that is, is pretty frightening, you know? Um, Cause if you don't have the certain voice at that moment or the certain narrative at that moment, you're, you know, there's a good chance you're going to be um, uh, silenced. So anyways, 
there's that. My food. Uh, I'm on a blue cheese kick. I love nice. blue cheese. And I... Um, it's very mature of you. <laughs> yes. Not a lot you. of kids running around. Love me some blue cheese. Yeah. Well, I, I love a good blue cheeseburger. Um, I had one at Mohan's a couple weeks ago when we all went out, and I was like, "Man, I don't, I haven't been eating enough blue cheese." And uh, <laughs> I've never, I've blue never cheese. Said, if I had a dollar. Blue <laughs> cheese and, and applesauce. I owe a lot of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> blue cheese and applesauce. Blue, che- give blue me cheese. Give me my blue cheese and applesauce. <laughs> but no, like um, the melting pot will do this. This one like fond- dip or or whatever they whatever this fondue or whatever sure. they're called. Um, it, it was like a blue cheese and we. Uh, so good you put on it we put it on everything so anyways you melt some blue cheese and it, it can turn so i did uh blue cheese hamburger and then last night i did a blue cheese and ham omelet and it was unbelievable wow a little bit a little bit of um uh tomato in in that i'm happy for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you appreciate that. so glad that you never have to make that for me can, can i make one more point to it this isn't a good batter or sure. food but it's a point that you i realized and i think it's a I think it's a really revealing point for myself. I, I'm a I'm a cat person over a dog person, mm-hmm. and I, I think I understood why. And I, and I have two two pets. One's a dog, and one's a cat. Chalupa and Hiccup. Right. Chalupa is very much a dog. Yeah. Hiccup is very much a cat. Right. And I realized I think I like cats and tend to gravitate toward cats more because cats have self respect. They don't go like licking mm-hmm. the bottom of your foot or. You know, like they, they're not like <laughs> like going just through the kitchen, just like licking up random things. You know, cats yeah. will be like, "Look, you can pet me, but on my and terms, then and then I'm space. done." Right. I will just dis- so. I, I would right. also say they, they have a they they don't have a high need of support or encouragement. <laughs> I'm a cat. Or, or approval. Right. Or they don't have emotional needs. Dogs have all of the emotional. <laughs> needs. They need affection. I would say cats. No, have they all. don't. Oh my. Oh, yeah, they do. Some don't. Some no, like well. They don't need it. Attention. Just, just, will... just like just like the lowest common denominator of person, I'm sure you've had the worst <laughs> experiences with cat, with the worst cats. <laughs> I want to encourage you, Eric. I like your cat. It's yeah. not that I, the, all the cats that I've, except my Uncle Johnny and Pat's cat, Princess. Oh, Princess dare you. was Satan. <laughs> not the one that just passed away. <laughs> oh, I was going to no. say. No. How no. dare you? No, Princess. They, they will, they will, they will validate my, yeah. my saying call. that Princess was, wow, Princess was something else. Princess was not. <laughs> yeah. A princess. The, the That's antithesis. right. Uh, or, well, yeah. Um, but no, my brother and sister-in-law's cat that they used to have, um, Gigi. I really liked Gigi. Mm. He was a Maine Coon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like a... <laughs> He's kind of like uh, the dog of cats, mm-hmm. which I feel like. But see, I would say cats have a very high need for respect, a very high need for security. Don't be coming into my world. You know, the minute you you affront a cat. Okay. You sent me, right. <laughs> you sent me a video today, Eric. He sent me, yeah. or not a video, a, a, a picture, and it's a guy <laughs> holding a cat in one hand and a gun in the other. And pointing away from the cat. Pointing away from the cat. But the... Oh. the, the, um, the <laughs> What was it like? Like play the play the it game. It was a game. How, how many? Fire the gun and hang on to the cat as long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like world record, one point three seconds. Yeah, not a game you're gonna win. That's funny. <laughs> well, for me, um, so Friday was the beginning. I was the first Friday in Lent. So at Rachel's school, they were serving tuna noodle casserole, and Rachel likes to eat clean. You know, she's working on that, doing a good job in her own right. And but she was like. It was just school, cafeteria, tuna, noodle, casserole. It was just creamy and everything else. And she's yeah. like, I didn't have it because I pack her lunch every day. But she's like, oh, man. So Saturday we're shopping. And 
which we never do, but Bella had gone to the mall. You were so, shopping together. Yeah, I know. Wow. It was like a date, kind of. Not really. And um, Did the store like fall down? Like, did the roof just came in? Well, as we were leaving Sam's Club, I said, oh, honey, there's Marlon. I said, he's my yes, friend. Yes, we I'm know gonna, Marlon. I know. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I'm going to introduce yes. you. She was like, dear God, please don't. <laughs> and actually, I was telling Eric when I was there the other day, I saw the general manager because his picture's on the wall. And I said, hey, you the big man? And he goes, depends on what you need. <laughs> and I said, well, Marlon, check. I said at the door, I said, he's as good as it gets. He's your yes. best employee. Oh, yeah. I said, he is a, he is the man. He's like, well, thank you. I said, yeah, they all do a good job. And I wanted to say, except for that one kid who made me show my membership card because I'm uh, here every day. So right. don't be asking for membership. Yeah. I show you my app. I'm good. <laughs> You're a newbie. Hit the bricks. Pal. Oh, show the app. That's a great idea. That's all Instead I of do pulling is out show the card. Yes. Show the app. So you much easier. In, you're fine. That's, That's what great. I do with crime scenes. I have a fake little badge and I sure. just walk up to crime scenes and go like this. And they, <laughs> just, they invite me in. I have go, the app. Go into any high school with a suit. You're good. <laughs> walk right in. It's fine. Get a briefcase. You're right. solid. It's, it doesn't matter if you drive up in a white van. I doesn't mean, who cares? matter. So we were at Sam's and they had like, you know, bacon or, you know, broccoli cheddar soup. She was like, oh. Maybe they have tuna noodle casserole. And so we're walking around and we're looking around. Of course, they didn't have any in their, in their fresh prepared food section. They didn't have any. And then later on that night, I was I was somewhere else at Shop and Save by myself by now. And I was like, well, maybe they may, maybe they have some pre-made. And I went, what am I doing? Why are you looking for pre-made anything? So Sunday, I went ahead and I, I looked up a couple different recipes. And, you know, one was a little too bougie. Yeah. Yeah. And but because she, she kept talking about the mushrooms. Okay. So I got to go with mushrooms. So, of mushroom. course, I do what I do. And I took like three recipes, made my own. T- and I hate tuna fish. I mm. like a tuna, but I don't like tuna fish. Yeah. Though, as it turns out, as I was draining the can of tuna fish, and then I looked at it, I was like, it's been 40 years since I've tried it. I mean, mm. it still doesn't smell good. But, yeah. <laughs> and in fact, it does not taste like anything. It was perfectly fine. <laughs> but I made her some tuna noodle casserole with some Aww. using the celery leaves in the breadcrumbs oh. instead of parsley and some butter and everything else and she loves it and i was going to give some away last night on tuesday night but she threatened me <laughs> and said not to so that's what's good nice um what's bad today uh rachel called me actually second thing is good is for the first time ever todd and i were allowed to talk to the ninth grade basketball team today was one of their last practices and so we were able to go in show them a couple videos about volleyball bring them into the gym, let them hit because if we just need more athletes mm-hmm. and the new coach is very accepting of that and very encouraging uh, of that. Mm-hmm. So that was a good thing as well. Um, but as I was at volleyball today, Rachel called me, which is her normal after work on her way to the gym thing. And she goes, well, um, I, I went over a pothole this morning mm-hmm. and it, it made a loud noise and there's no lights came on the pothole it went ouch <laughs> yeah no, no lights came on because you know there's the mm-hmm. broken axle light that right. would come on <laughs> she's like and now God it's, it's really making a noise but it's driving okay i'm mm-hmm. like okay fine so then she gets home from the gym later she goes well something broke and i said Aww. what and she goes well when i got to the gym the one guy was there and we looked we couldn't see anything fine so i'm driving home and it was making the noise and then it made a really loud noise and then i drove over it uh, and it's somewhere on Frankstown Road, whatever it was. <laughs> oh, man. man. And still made it home. She did. Okay. Um, and this is after you've just had it in the shop for all the lights going on the well, dashboard. Well, then it's like the Which appendix. was only 248 bucks. Ah, so I was pretty happy with that. It's, it's like the around. appendix of the van. 
Obviously, you don't, don't need, need it. it. It's need gone. It. <laughs> Didn't need it. So, Still going. So I called my boy Vince, and uh, he laughed, and he said, ah, it sounds like a sway bar pin. And mm. I was like, that's what I was thinking. It was <laughs> 220, bar. 221. Yeah. And I, and I said to him, so is it okay to drive? And he pauses, because he can, he can work on it Friday. And, I, and he paused. I said, <clears throat> legally, you cannot tell me that it is okay to drive. But if we were at a bar, you would say, I would drive it. He goes, uh, something like that. As long as it steers, okay. I said, so you're telling me I should drive it and let Rachel take my car. He's like, yeah, that's what you should do. So that's yeah. fine. I don't care. Whatever. It'll Front be fine. end or back end? Front. Uh, the more dangerous cool. end. Apparently, right. that's what keeps your van from kind of rolling. Uh, a little. I mean, Not rolling over, but like the wheel roll bang. Right. No, tilting. Oh, tilting. Tilting is the way to look got at it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So, wow. that's, I mean, that's not super necessary. Right. So, but I, we haven't done this in a while, but I brought in some food. Ah. I was, uh, I was down the strip today for a big time lunch with my man, Joseph Gonzalez. Who's going to be on the show, I two should weeks, say. Two weeks, two weeks. We were also going to have Kate and Luke back um, at some point. Yay. They were on the show before. Um, and then Matt volunteered to um, also Ooh, to be on the show. Matt. So, yeah. We all, and here's, that's a good point to say this before you, okay, go I'll, ahead and take a bite. Are we trying this now? Okay, I know. <laughs> I was waiting. I thought it was like communion. We were waiting for Jay <laughs> yeah, to right? give the go ahead. Father, no. Well, we'll go back to that. So this is 1,000 day aged Gouda. 1,000 mm. days. So that is. Over three years. Over three years. Well, about three years. Gouda. Gouda. It is a little firm for Gouda. It's a little firm. Well, it's been aged. You'd be firm if you were aged for three <laughs> years. Nearly the perfect cheese. Wow. Chris that's, says the that's perfect cheese. It reminds me it of Christmas. It reminds me of Christmas. I don't know why. Interesting. Rachel said it was very peppery. And I said, I do not care for it. Hmm. I didn't why? like it. Or I, why not? I think you need a hearty red wine with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little slice of onion. Something. Mm-hmm. It is so dense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's like... That's an aged cheese thing. I feel like with any aged cheese like that, it desires something else well, to be paired with. Does it, it have to do with your diet right now? Like, could that be like your palate is just? No, my palate is top notch. <laughs> well, it is. Well, you, you have been eating cheese, like you have been oh, eating I mean, dairy. I just okay, spent fifty dollars a cheese. Yeah, it's yeah. he's not just cheese. Yeah, I was like, I'll get a little cheese. Fifty. Wait, are you doing eggs? Yeah, I do dairy. Okay, and think of it animal based. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I, I, I like, like that. I like it. I don't but, but couldn't eat five pieces of it. No, no. no. It's, it's, it's like I feel like it's, it's like it's like a. Well, it would it's be also good like with some a, wine. Yeah, because like, I feel like good. it's like uh, like a saltine. Like if you ate five yeah. of this, you're like, oh, you right. need. I need, I need something. I need like a beverage or something. Or like you yeah. said, it's like a saltine. I'm like, have you had a saltine? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking yeah. it's kind of like some kind of like breakfast dessert cake, like something like that. Like it's 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 almost like a baked good to me. It's very are all over the place here. It's like a dessert baked cake, ice cream, gasoline, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really sweet, but also sour. It's like, like really. An animal. There is a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm, I'm, like just, it. I'm just starting to contradict. But like, I would like it with like wine or something else. Right. It's a very light, dark, yeah. sweet, right. sour. Heavy, but, heavy, but really light. <laughs> intense, lovely. I do want to say before Speaking we move intense on. intense and lovely. Right. Um, Holly Lambert did say uh, that she joins us. Uh, she said, Amy, Penelope, and I are joining you and Maggie in your pain. Aww. So. Sorry, Hearts Holly. go out to you. Yeah. No, having no sleep for everybody right? is bad. I know, girl. We'll have to talk. Oh, and she's had a minute or two with Penelope as, mm-hmm. you know, not to break any break any confidence. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing Holly could come on. And so as we talk about all of our different guests that are coming up, you know, Chris did a nice job of breaking down sort of the tears of, not of a mother, but of guests on our podcast that some people are just people and we want to tell their story so that we can show what emotional needs they have and how it pertains to the life. Some people 
are in podcasting or they have their own audience that is similar. And so we can sort of learn from them and spread the audience. And some are experts in their field, like with the Brigadier General Robert Pushkowski. And we want to learn from him. And Joseph will be that to a degree as well. Uh, he's got a lot on self-improvement and things like that. <clears throat> but no matter who you are, we'd if you want to be on this podcast, take the Relational Needs Questionnaire. Let us know and we will get you on. Because take it, take everybody, it twice. Everybody's story. Yeah. <laughs> some people have taken it twice. Um, everybody's story is worth hearing. Yes. And it helps when you get to hear your emotional needs and and how it pertains to your life from an outside perspective from the people at the table so those of you who are at the table if you know somebody you have a connection with somebody else and you're like oh i'd love to hear what they have to say give them a call take one hand put it in the other and we'll shake and get you on the air there you go and that's how we got amy here tonight we knew somebody that knew amy (laughs) and amy just to start off in general uh i would love to hear your perspective on your evolution of understanding of emotional needs. You know, it, it, to a large degree, it goes back to sitting in my living room years ago and it may have started right. well before that. But just if you could let everybody else get to know how you know what you know and, and what you've perceived in yourself through these years. Yeah. So I, I guess it all started to, my career is in social work. So I think I've, sure. I've always focused a lot on mental health and just how the mind works and, you know, all of that. So I think it kind of started early, those interests. And then um, I think I've always been a feeler. I've been very, you know, emotional, of course, person. And so I think I just kind of very heightened to that and sensitive and drawn to those kinds of feelings and just kind of... And you sense it in others. Right. And watching Pete and people watching and you can just, you know, you're just out and about like, oh, yeah, I know what that's, you know, you just you just know what's going on. And so then you go to college and then you kind of learn those actual diagnoses and like, oh, that's what I was thinking. OK, what? There's a name to it now. There's the actual diagnosis for this and learning how to there's different people, how to interact with folks differently mm-hmm. than it would be somebody that didn't have something like that. So I think that really helped. And then. Yes, just sitting on your couch with um, with Eric and you and Rachel and just learning about the emotional needs. And then one day, I think it just kind of clicked. And it's just like those two worlds m- meshed. And, of course, being surrounded with people in my life that do know about emotional needs, too. I think it just made it a little easier, too. Sure. And then once I really got it, I, I it was really exciting to go to you or Rachel and be like, hey, I know. <laughs> guess what? Got I got a good one for you. You know, I had a story. And then... It, it, now it's just so natural and now it, you can't turn it off and now i apply it to every piece of my life you know yeah and today at lunch with joseph he was talking about being self-aware mm-hmm. and that, that that is what this generation is lost on because they are only they only see themselves through social media right and mm. the filters right. and everything else yeah and mm. and and what you're sort of saying is like you were all you were always aware Mm-hmm. But in being able to finally see yourself in that was sort of your aha moment. Right. And saying, oh, wait, all of this applies to me as well. And this is how. Right. And I think it has made you so effective because as, as much as anybody, you you are gifted in this and you do understand it. And, it is, yeah. and I am so excited to watch you love other people and come alongside people. And even in like when we were locked down forever from November through eternity with our quarantining you know and it was you guys that stopped by and, and dropped stuff off along with michelle sine in case you're out there um but you did so much of that and it was so impressive to us and so meaningful not impressive but i was impressed as well mm-hmm. um can you talk at all sort of about mm, i don't want to go there so all right we'll back that up 10 seconds on the podcast I, That's me I mean 
Well, just your what's bad is good. Oh, I yeah, think, no, I figured that oh, would yeah. be coming up. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Okay. Go for it. Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, because was that your big aha moment? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, then Huge. Um, so growing up, I li- you know grew up in a house that we didn't really resolve issues. It was just kind of, here's a problem. We kind of yell about it. Everybody closes the door for the night. And then the next morning, everything's fine. Oh. Oh, okay. Great. So there was that. And then... You know, say I would, we were planning to go out as a family. I'm an only child. So parents say, let's go out. We're going to go here or there. And um, my mom would just, out of nowhere, decide, no, oh, I'm not going to do it tonight. You know, whether it was she had a bad day, you know, this is not to blow up my mom's spot. Like she just had that at that point in time. She just wasn't, she had her own stuff, I guess. And so here I am left with this great expectation to do something. And then it didn't happen. And mm. then I'm left with, now what? You know, and the confusion of it. Yes, right. Like, did I do something wrong? Right. And, and you you say a lot. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh-huh. You're you're a, a waiting for the other shoe to drop person, and, right. and I would imagine that that's probably a lot of where that came from. Yes. Yeah. Really? You got a lot of shoes, and you're an only child. We should probably say that. Too. I she did. did say that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she bad. often feels like people don't pay attention to her either, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, yes, you're right. And and that definitely all ties in. And then I guess through talking with you and, and Rachel, just through certain hurts and things, you just, I don't know, man, God just put that on your heart to say it. And I, I was a mess. It's just a puddle because it just, it spoke so much to me because you, it, that short sentence was so impactful. And it was a series of, and it's important to know that it's not just rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. It's a lot more of attaching comfort to grief and sharing your story, sharing your hurts and having somebody join you in that. And so in that process, we were digging deep through mm-hmm. some tools that we use. And we've talked about them on the podcast, whether we've never really talked about genograms on the podcast. Mm. Mm. Those are good. Ooh, we need to do that. Yeah. You're good at that. Um, but also the therapeutic letter and it was in that process right that you shared some hurts from childhood and again we're not we're not bagging on your parents right well and it also wasn't just just amy's parents there was the christmas time you know i don't know if you want to talk about that but i thought that was an eye-opening moment you have to remind me oh i I can do it you can do it no i want you to do it okay so because that's what led me to that statement i won't i won't blow up who it was because it's this doesn't matter right doesn't matter um because they didn't mean any harm. But, you know, Amy would go to a relative's house for Christmas. Oh. And, you know, Amy's an only child, and this relative had three, three, three kids. And, you know, they were all opening up gifts, and all the three kids got, like, equal amount. But then Amy had this, like, mound of presents oh. to go through. So, like, they would always, you know, make a big deal of... Oh, she's got to open up another one. Got to, mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Now she's got to open up another one. We're already through all ours. And it was mm-hmm. like, what's good is like, you got this mound of gifts. It's awesome. You know, you're so blessed. But it's bad because, you know, not all this attention is mm-hmm. on her. And guess wow. what? One of the the lowest uh, things on Amy's emotional needs list is it's attention. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned right. that on when yeah. you were on before about like, mm-hmm. but then you get up in front of church and sing. and, right. and But you need to be with... Like you said, walking right. into the cafeteria with somebody else, right. having that support right. as Correct. well. I go through doors first. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's a thing. 
Sorry, it's attention. Yeah. yeah, in regards to attention. In regards to attention, <laughs> not just order of. But appearance. I do that. Yeah. But, and, and I don't. But he doesn't. I don't. Me. I don't like attention. But I do right. it for her. Right. You know Which what I mean? Is, and to be very honest, that it, that's a good example of mm-hmm. you meeting her need. Right. In reality, meeting her not not need avoiding right. her yeah. having her needs yeah. not met. Right. Right. But yeah, in that moment, thinking of this poor little girl on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Getting great gifts, but not being able to be, not only not being able to be happy about it, but in a really weird way that a six, seven, eight yeah, year right. old can't begin to fathom, I feel bad about that, which is good. Right. right. Taking this pressure, like, like what pressure right. there would be. Like, and then and you're, everybody's you're after, well-intentioned. <laughs> right. Once again. Right. Sure. Yes. Right. Sure. But what's good is bad. Yes. And that followed you. Yes. For so many years. Right. So. To maybe this day. Yes. Less so. Definitely. On it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think I feel as bad as, <clears throat> excuse me, as much anymore. To be right. honest with you, so that's that means there was a lot of healing there. Yeah. But I, in, and I, if it's okay, I will full transparency. So years later, when we struggled to have children, mm-hmm. we had a miscarriage. So again, mm. it relived that story Ugh. of the ultimate. What's good the ultimate is, bad. is bad. Mm. Yeah. So it was we were very like, hopeful that like we were like it's happening and the, the, right. So again, how could I? Of course, well, yeah, of course, this is how it goes. It's always mm-hmm. everything, always yeah. bad. Something happens after something good. And when we talk yeah. about where hurts go, and we all have hurts, mm-hmm. and it goes anger, fear, guilt, self condemnation. Yeah, I mean, that sounds a whole lot like self condemnation. Is that ninety yes. percent of where yours goes? Absolutely. If not ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One hundred and five. Yes. <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And right. yet, through your healing and everything else, then all of a sudden, what's good? is good right and it wasn't easy right um i still remember this day you know the last <laughs> vacation before maggie was born better enjoy it right enjoy it because what's good that baby it's all so bad <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna sleep standing up <laughs> <laughs> she was a prophet who said that to you. It's a very wise lady. Yes. That or man. <laughs> or man. <laughs> who are we to judge? <laughs> As you have gone into this, and, and again, what a great celebration of life and everything that Maggie is. And, you know, what, what were your expectations and what is a realization now as a mom, <laughs> you know? coming through all of your life being you know all the just i want to be a mom i want to be a mom i want to be a mom there's so many moms out there who have gone down that path and so many people yet to tell me your journey for lack of a cheesy less cheesy term from your expectations to the reality mm, of becoming a mom being a mom becoming a mom. yeah i i didn't ever think it was going to happen i just mm. was determined like you, it, it was it right it was just like this isn't going to happen however there was right and but that that was a beautiful thing that i could have easily just got into that and just really went downhill but then i had ethan and abby at the time i mean of course now still like Mm -hmm. i'm i feel like an aunt to them but you know it's like god met those needs in other ways maybe not exactly the way i wanted it Mm -hmm. but the way he still provided Mm -hmm. so i still really had to look around not that that didn't come overnight and of course there was a lot of hurts however looking back 
praise God for having such a good support system to comfort me in those because there was people that were not very comforting during mm-hmm. those times like the oh well you can you <laughs> just go to this doctor or oh don't worry it'll happen or you know just let people, why don't you guys just try harder just people are horrible with find the, a different even, husband yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even like even the doctors like even mm-hmm. that whole thing like even well, going especially the doctor especially said, the doctor sure. sometimes Talk about right. the clinic oh the pictures dirt. Um, yes, that is really, yeah, we went to a clinic to start, you know, was on medications to help along things. And I remember just walking in, in the waiting room and it's this beautiful facility, but there's pictures of babies and infants and it's beautiful. But I took it as like, oh gosh, it's staring at me in the face. Like of this is this close or this Mm -hmm. close. It's going to happen. And I, I get it. I get that. We're probably trying to look like, Hey, we can do this and this works, but maybe, maybe consider not having it in the waiting room. Maybe have another room separate from this in the back somewhere. somewhere. Click on it. If we need to see your success stories. (laughs) Right. So yeah, that, even that. But I remember you came to me right after that. And you were just like, you want to talk about bad comfort. You want to talk about not support and not encouragement Mm -hmm. that that's what these things are. Yeah. Which to me is incredible because two of your three highest needs are, are actually your two highest are support and encouragement. Yeah. Tell me about how that manifests itself because you are in a unique group of a few people and I mean, I've, I've probably seen maybe a little over a hundred of these <laughs> and you, along with well, a couple other people, I don't want to blow up, you know, say their names. Normally you have either a high need for support or you have a high need for encouragement. And ironically, Mary Lynn was here with us last week. She was about the only person I've ever met who was negative in both. She was like, I don't want you to believe in me. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to help me. I would like you to leave me alone. And I want all the attention when I do it well. But you have a high need for support and encouragement. Where mm-hmm. where do they manifest itself? Is it is it situational more and more? Is it some people you want to? Or is it just in general? Definitely situational that I found over the years. So, you know, like if I'm in the middle of a task... And if Eric comes and just starts doing it, uh-uh, don't you dare. Please don't. You know, or anybody. I, not to just you, but yeah. I was just looking at you when I was That's talking. Fine. So You see him a lot. Yeah, right. But don't. But if it's something big, like, you know, for instance, um, this last year, I wanted to get my social work license. I know it sounded like a, such a, it was so overwhelming to me that I didn't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. And through a lot of encouragement, and I, I did it. And I so, okay, I did it. So... Yeah, but definitely situational. So where, where do you situations. need support? Um, because what you just said was the antithesis. Of I think support. if it's something that I don't think I can do or capable or I don't think I'm worthy, maybe or more of just I don't believe in myself of something, mm-hmm. then I it's it's really helpful to have someone to say, well, yeah, I, you are good at this, Amy, and here's why. And then it's it it just is very supportive to me to then b- go on. How about when we went and shotguns? Is that something that, I mean, just a, just a fun example, like we did all go out and shoot mm-hmm. guns, but like that was yeah. something that you, you kind of, you saw Lex do and then you're like, yeah, but then you had to go sure. out in a group mm-hmm. setting. I mean, it's, yeah, no, it's that's a, trivial, a good point. trivial and, example, but. Right. Well, because sure. everything you've said so far, no, that's a good example. Right. Uh, maybe it's not an, an overwhelming example. Right. It's not like a life-changing example. Right. But it's, sure. Because even what you just said is if I don't believe in myself, if you believe in me, well, that's still encouragement. Mm-hmm. Support is somebody helping you do something. Right. And so in your example, Brian, is she was never going to go get, you know, a gun and go to a range mm-hmm. by herself. Yeah, oh, go get no. a gun. Go to the range by yourself. Yeah. Oh, I mean, gosh, that's, no. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen for you. Can you right. right. 
that's encouragement <laughs> to go do it. But that's that wouldn't what I'm be saying. That wouldn't be what made you do it. But but us going in a group and you know standing there and saying here right. you know hold this and do it this way and. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, I can use Maggie as an example. I, I think again, this may tie. There's a lot of layers in this, but if I take her out just myself, I feel like I can do it. But it's so much easier to have support right now, mm, have somebody with you, and have somebody with me, or somebody here, so you can go out. Right. So because you guys get a lot of support from sure, your parents. Oh my gosh, uh, mm-hmm. more. Yes, we are so blessed in that way. Um, but it is easier. But I think sometimes it's that little voice or that story in my head that says. Oh, you, you really could use a little extra help. Like, it's like you, you can't do it on your own. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's so, it's hard mm-hmm. to unravel right. it. It's a quieter voice than yeah. it's ever been. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's still in there. Right. Yes. It's really funny to me, looking at what are your bottom ones, mm-hmm. what, what the bottom needs are. It's like all of the ones that I'm high on. Like, like that, like, it, it's just, we should be and, friends. And, <laughs> compliment each other. That's true. Yeah, yeah you're right. And I think as much as anything, when we look at them and your highest are support, encouragement, acceptance, which once again is being loved, even though you've made a mistake. But just in case there's confusion, you also have a high need for approval, which is what people think acceptance is being accepted into a group and comfort. You know, it's so when Mm -hmm. I look at that, as much as anyone I ever do this, it's like, well, that's her. Mm -hmm. You know, you're involved. You've got this little bit of self-doubt that you just need to be lifted up. Yes. When things are bad. You want someone to come alongside you. Right. And then we go down to the bottom with attention. But let's not dwell on it. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not have you on a podcast or yes, anything. And, right. And talk That's about so it. true. Well, how does yes. that meld? If your lowest emotional need is attention, but mm-hmm. you and I asked you beforehand, right. are you excited about tonight? Are you nervous about yeah. tonight? And yeah. you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, how does that not affect your attention? I don't know. I don't probably because I'm by because if I was doing this by myself, oh, I would never do anything. Ah, like this. so we're supporting you. Yeah, right, right. But and I, I absolutely can't stand high people that need a high need of attention. It just it, it irks me, and it's very interesting. Other than Brian, well, <laughs> there's different levels of it. it. Well. Different levels of it. Why is it, it bother some, you? I don't know. Well, I don't Brian's know. not needy attention. Well, I like, don't he's know. He's not like. You know what I mean? Like I'm just there's people, a big, there's people, people that personality. Are, yeah, right. I was right. doing that more for humor than anything. Well, no, but yeah. I want for the audience sure. to understand. Like, there are those people that are like, oh my gosh, they right. just crave. But attention. I don't know if it's because it's my lowest, and I, you know what I mean, and that's mm-hmm. why I feel it's uncomfortable. So it makes you feel uncomfortable, and it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and it's annoying. It's not well, only uncomfortable, it, but it's interesting because as somebody that does that, I am high in attention. I hate that too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, stop! Like, just you need to go away or tone it down. Mm-hmm. We get it. We get it. So, right, you don't. You you have a low need for attention right. and you hate it. I don't like it at all. Right, and I think in your mm-hmm. case, it's not so much that it's a competition, but it's more like pipe down. Let me explain how this works. Kind of a thing, like you know, because when somebody else is that way, it, like you said, it it annoys you. And you kind of want to tell them to stop. Yes, Mm -hmm. very much. I think, Amy, more with you is it, why do you think you're worthy of this when I deep down wish I believed in myself Mm. half as much as you do? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And and my story's worth telling. I just don't have the guts to get it out. Why do you, who with all due respect, and if we're really being honest with each other, you got a whole lot less to say than I do. Right. And yet you Mm. think everybody should hear it. 
Interesting. There you go. I mean, that's cold. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's real. It's real. We never say that out loud. Right. And right. That's, that's why sure. we keep it down deep inside. We just right. go, well, that's annoying. Yeah. Can't right. stand that person. Why does she have a blog? Nobody <laughs> reads it. Nobody reads blogs anymore. <laughs> I can testify to that. Right. But, sure. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Mr. High Need for attention. That's right. I don't hide that. Why do you think I talked this entire time? <laughs> Half, half of this podcast is me interrupting, and half of it is me saying, stop interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is laughing. <laughs> hey, Chris. And Chris is laughing. Boys, do you got anything else for our most lovely Amy that is here right now, not to discount Amy Davidson? <laughs> Thank you for being my friend. Aww, Aww, you're welcome. Aww, Thank you. Sweet. Very sweet. I feel so much pressure right now. So much pressure. On me. It's like when, whenever I share a hurt with you, and you're like, oh, boy. I don't want to screw up the comfort. Like, how do no, you not right. say things great about your wife? No, it's, it's, well, what I found what's funny is like now I've noticed things even more after this show. Like, I feel like emotional needs is really a journey and you like uncover things as you go. Mm-hmm. And now that I have a better understanding of, of acceptance, like Amy will do something and it might be like a very slight mistake and she will go into, I am sorry mode. And I'm like, babe, it's not a big deal. Like mm. we're, we're cool. I love you. Like, it's fine. It could be like she spilled water in the sink. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's something like that. It's something. And, and uh, but th- it's like it that just dawned on me of like, yeah. So now, like, I need to be much more proactive of like, it's OK. I still love you. You know, like that, that you know, whatever that is mm. and practice and that, that a little and bit And that's such a good answer because yeah. what you could say is, <clears throat> honey, it's not a big deal. Right. When the reality is to her, it was. It's to her, it was, deal. right. And right. so when we say, don't be worried, you know, it's sort of like when somebody is always saying, sorry, don't be sorry. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. Well, now you're making me feel guilty for being sorry. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. right. And I'm such a loser mm-hmm. for, because I don't want to mm-hmm. feel this sorry about this. Right. But I right. do. But for you to just say, boy, you know, I absolutely love you. Yeah. You know, is, is exactly, I think. Uh, yes. What you need to hear in that. Right. <laughs> I guess I forgot about, I'm so focused on the support and the encouragement that the acceptance really is a high one for me, which mm. I guess, but when you yeah. use that, I'm like, oh yeah, I do do that. Yeah. Ooh, I really don't. Yeah. But I echo great, what we said at the beginning, great wife, great mom. She's just unbelievable. Well, well you are the one you, that honey. wrote the intro though too, right? No. Oh, you wrote the intro. That was yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. Hilarious, um, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I know we're sort of doing that nice, wonderful segue, but now I want to hit the brakes and back up a step. So your need for acceptance, uh-huh. very often that can, where is that born out of? Since we already opened up the door to your childhood, mm. the fact that when there was conflict, it just went away. And so did that provide an instability in your life that you sort of need that reassurance that everything's okay? Or did you get in trouble? Sometimes for things you did and sometimes things like, were you walking on eggshells growing up? Sometimes. Yeah. And especially if, and that makes all the sense in the world. All of a sudden, you know, mom shuts down. Right. Well, was it my fault? You don't mm-hmm. know. There's no explanation. Right. So therefore, what did you do? You right. assumed it was your fault. Right. And therefore, I'm a terrible daughter. I'm a terrible everything else now. Sure. In life. Because it's my fault mom's this way. Right. Never necessarily up here, but certainly in your heart. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's why, you know, it's good to be reassured. No, you're a great mom. Right. Because you are a great mom. Thank you. And for him to say she is a great wife, because you are a great wife, because inwardly, we doubt that. Mm-hmm. Us, us self-condemnation oh. types. And it's yes. one of those things where I'll bet if I asked you cognitively, are you a good mother? What's your answer? Yes. 
in your quiet moments, do you doubt that? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that need for acceptance. Right. Because you know what? You're a good mom. You're a good wife. But you know what? You can always do better. Mm. Yes, nice you segue. Can. Chris. And, uh, <laughs> that segue just shocked Chris. <laughs> just blowing up the... He's like, I might not be on the mic, but I insist on being in this podcast. <laughs> um, That's not yeah. the drop they wanted you to do, Chris. That's not the drop. The oh, computer. Oh, oh. Boom. Uh, yeah. So something, you know, when you don't have your emotional needs met, you know, some sometimes, you know, we talk about those, they build up and they spill over mm-hmm. in your cup, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? and it comes out. Yep. You know what I mean? So sometimes you're a dude with a swastika yeah, on his there. forehead. Wow. And uh, and you attack a woman in Australia using a makeshift crocky, using a makeshift flingo. So Aussie police are looking for a bloke in Perth who yelled obscenities at an indigenous woman and her daughter before spraying them with a can of deodorant that he lit on fire. Oh my goodness! Uh, This insane dude had a white swastika painted on his forehead. Why, you may ask. Ironically, as the above news report mentions, the guy painted the swastika on backwards. Uh, mirrors. The woman suffered minor burns to her arm. Let's pray the police get this guy before he does well, didn't get, How hard can he be to find? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's, he doesn't seem like a, he'd be good at hiding. So Backwards I, I swastika guy. Back nah, to, they're a dime a dozen. Bad. I mean, how much hurt do you got inside? <laughs> Is it bad it? that when you said indigenous, I was like, ooh, watch yourself. Like, I thought it was like a bad word. Ah oh, right, like you know, like when Oscar in the office, like what, like what nationality are you, Oscar? And he says Mexican. Yeah, but what, what do we call it? <laughs> Mexican's not offensive, Mike. Michael. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. That's. Uh, so I have a. I got to do better. Oh, yeah. I have a chance to wait. Yeah, I got to do better. There you go. Um, Dateline, Kiski Township. Oh, hey. Greater Pittsburgh. Close to home. And toity Kiski kids. Kiski Township Police. Man charged after showing up at station drunk to discuss earlier incident. <laughs> Police. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about that DUI officer. Well, no, no, no. Police in Kiski Township say two men were drunk and upset when they showed up at the police station Saturday morning to discuss an incident earlier to discuss an earlier incident involving them in which the police officer had not filed charges charges were filed against both men however in connection with the visit to the police station <laughs> man that's good stuff that is, you know they do better i follow a guy on twitter i'm sorry you nothing i i just chad edward kurchensky 19 of kiski and ethan birch 20 of Allegheny Township showed up at the station about 5:40 a.m. according to the ah, criminal complaint. that's a late night. So <laughs> that ain't an early morning. No, that's a late night. <laughs> Do better. I follow a guy on that's Twitter hilarious. who is a police officer in uh, Nashville, and he talks about. I mean, every day he's tweeting about what he experiences, and lately how New York City said they're going to start sending mental health experts out for a lot of calls mm-hmm. instead of police officers. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I would have loved to have seen how a mental health." Uh, professional would have handled my call today. He goes, it went from zero to a hundred in one second. He said, as I took this lady to the ground, at least she commented that I smelled nice. (laughs) (laughs) And then today he said, after eight years, speaking of this is what made me think of it. He said, after eight years, you learn something on the job every day. He goes, however, today a man brought a dead body to the police station 
and admitted to the murder. Wow. <laughs> that's that's like that's like I got to admit, guys. That's like the telltale heart. This, this one's on me. Yeah. Wow. Like Edgar it just Allan got Poe. to him. Yeah, it just got to him. Like he could, he just couldn't couldn't do it. Mm. So wow. I don't know. Do better. Dateline. Bing. Can't do better. Scott Dale, not Scottsdale. Scott Dale, Arizona. Pennsylvania. Ah. Ah. A Marine Corps veteran and his German Shepherd helped police capture a man accused of trying to steal a motorcycle in Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Police say it all started when Corey Pandulo broke in. Why is it always the Italians? Why are they making <laughs> us look bad? Into a garage. They say Pandulo fought with the officer who responded, then stole. Ooh, this is also a do better. Then stole an SUV and backed it over a wall. Oh. Hidden, hidden do Bro. better. Officer, do better. Right. You lost the fight, and then he stole an SUV. Mm-hmm. That's where Pendulo ran off into Edward Swingle and his four-month-old puppy named Keeper. My neighbor started yelling, there's a guy in my bushes, said Swingle. Swingle says he saw the guy trying to steal his motorcycle off his back porch, then ran around the front of the house. I get right here, and I see a guy running into my door full force, so I yell for my dog. I said, Keeper, go get him. And he went through the bushes, messed up the flowers, and grabbed him by his pant legs and drug him off the porch. Uh, drug him, sorry, off the porch. At this point, Swingle, a combat veteran and Purple Heart recipient, pulled his dog off Pandulo and demanded to know why he was trying to break in. But he says Pandulo went right back in trying to get into the house. Mm. So Keeper went after him again. Quote, so I let my dog have him again. And then they both went across the street and he took off running across. And my dog was on his legs the whole way. And they went back between the houses. Swingle, fo- Swingle followed him this time. And he held Pandulo at gunpoint on his neighbor's porch until police arrived. Wow. While wow. it was a team effort to capture the suspect, Swingle said there was only one hero. The dog. The dog is. Absolutely. Hmm. Not going to see a cat do that. Not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> the cat looked out the window and went, man. <laughs> Good luck. Not my problem. <laughs> That's good. That is good. Yeah, I'm not on the list. No, I am. I am. Uh, so that's it for episode 102. Wait, 103. Three. That's right. Oh, oh, Eric. Oh. I made a typo. So that's it for episode 103. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, please do take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Can I say something yeah. about your high beams? Princess dare you. was Satan. <laughs> Dear God. It doesn't matter if you drive up in a white van. My palate is top notch. I think I've always been a feeler. Find a different even... husband. Hold this and do it this way. And... And it's annoying. Half of this podcast is me interrupting, and half of it is me saying, stop interrupting. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to see a cat do that. Not a cat. (laughs) I abuse my body. Uh, I'm on a blue cheese kick. I love blue cheese. And I... um, It's very mature of you.